A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, it's movie time, and uh, Nylon Ross, or Nylon Ross, as Lisa <laughs> called you earlier on in the program, are in studio. I don't know what happens. Sometimes I call Ross Nile, sometimes mm. I call you Ross. Well, I think it's I nerves, know. I think. I think yeah. the nerves are getting to you. The but, nerves could You know, we want to show our support for you. Okay. you. You're very well aware that the Real Reviews budget is non-existent. Yes. But we did bunts in together to buy you these. Uh, they are a bag of jelly worms. That Sour you can, squirms. yeah, yeah, okay. and they're gluten free. They uh, so there you go. That's to enjoy, and also okay. for after tonight, a little something. It's more a gift for us, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a okay. Uh, they've just handed me some listerine. <laughs> yeah, uh, other other brand name mouthwashes are available. <laughs> <laughs> this is for after the challenges. Okay, I'm going to try a sour worm. Okay, we'll see you, just to you, get you get me going, and uh, I'll tell you all uh, about the MTV yes, uh, Entertainment Awards, which happened last week. So um, yeah, the MTVs are uh, awards cover. TV and movies and uh, the, one of the big winners on the night was one of my personal favourites he took time out of his busy schedule of making jungle based movies Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm. to receive uh, a, an icon award and he's kind of vying for Keanu Reeves' spot as the nicest man in Hollywood he said sorry now hang on <laughs> he <laughs> said there. When, there's no competition okay it's Keanu alright when he collected the awards, he said that he's tried to live his life by uh, something he heard when he was 15, which is, uh, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. So oh, that's a nice setting. Uh, yeah. Some of the nice. other uh, awards uh, on the night, uh, they give an award for Best Kiss. That went to Noah Centinino, uh, for To All the Boys I Loved Before, and Lana Condor, who he was kissing. Uh, Best Voice was Captain Marvel. Uh, Best Hero, Robert Downey Jr. for Endgame. Best Villain, Josh Brolin for Endgame. And Best Real Life Hero was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who uh, was in the documentary RBG. So, and she was also in that movie uh, On the Basis of Sex. That's right, uh, based on our life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, a lot of action from the MTV Movie yeah. Awards. Okay, tell me about Keanu. Let's get to the good news. <laughs> yeah, you're obsessed. We actually you insist a- that we have a Keanu segment <laughs> every yes. week. Yes. We actually I- got a text off Sinead last night. Ah, <laughs> uh, look who's on TV tonight. <laughs> Love heart eye emoji. Uh, Keanu was clearly on the box last night. Listen, do not be bringing our text messages on the show, okay? Well, Sacred stuff. It seems like you're not the only one obsessed with Keanu Reeves lately, Sinead. As I was saying, anyone with a social media account would be more than aware that the internet has a bit of obsession with Keanu at the moment. He's taken over, you were saying Dwayne Rock Johnson, but he's also taken over Jason Momoa as the internet's darling. Um, and now it seems that Kevin uh, Feige, head of Marvel Studios, is keen to cast Keanu in the MCU. 
any role, it appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said in a recent interview with comicbook.com, uh, he said, we talked to him for almost every film we make. So I really just want to get him into that universe. See, I can see why. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, he would fit that. very well into it. Mm. Well, he has been linked to a role in the upcoming Marvel Phase 4 movie, The Eternals. I think Richard Madden and Angelina Jolie have also been linked to the project. But the Eternals, basically, they're a race of vastly vastly powerful aliens with incredible powers who occasionally come in contact with the Avengers. It is likely that Keanu will play Druig, who is the Eternals' main villain. But what do we think of Keanu as a villain? Or do you think there's maybe another role that might suit him? It's in his his wheelhouse, certainly. I think he played a very good villain in the Canaparana Much Do About Nothing movie. He was was the bad guy in that. Mm. Shakespeare. That's all you've not seen. seen If you like your Keanu Keanu dark and brooding, (laughs) then that's the one. Um, I think he he is one of those actors who could very easily play any role maybe in the Mm. the MCU. Um, Druig is not a particularly well-known character. I I know the Eternals, but I don't know Druig. Um, There's a character called Adam Warlock who will be I think in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um, who is supposed to be this genetically created perfect man so I think Keanu <laughs> could, could play that role, uh, but yeah I mean it's all still in the rumour stage it's all in the rumour we don't know yet we don't know yet uh, I'm sure Keanu will be on the phone to tell us uh, okay tell me about <laughs> Men in Black International and this uh, I'm a big big fan of Men in Black mm. love it uh, I'm not so sure about the new lineup. I'm a, I haven't gone to see this yet purely because I was like Oh, I'm not sure about this lineup. Yeah, I understand that. The new lineup, I'm not so sure either. Um, so, when we were first shown the universe back in '97, the original Men in Black, we had Will Smith, we had Tommy Lee Jones, and it worked really well. They had a really great dynamic together. And even in the um, in 2012 Men in Black 3, where you had Josh Brolin playing a young Tommy Lee Jones with Superbly. Will Smith, that worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah that worked on Netflix well. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and we had long been hearing rumours about the next Men in Black, where they'd go with the next installment. And apparently someone was thrown around it was going to be a 21 Jump Street crossover. But for better or worse, that isn't the case. As you said, new new cast and taking up the main mantle is Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. And they started together in 2017's Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's right, yeah. 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 Uh, so obviously some decided they had good chemistry and put them back in this one uh, Liam Neeson is also new he's playing the, the head of the London branch of the Men in Black um, but Emma Thompson does return as Agent O uh, the story goes a little bit, a little bit like this Tessa Thompson plays Molly Wright who uh, while still a child she witnesses her parents being neuralised by the Men in Black I suppose for people not familiar uh, that means that with a quick flash of a small device they take away some of her parents' memories So from that point on, Molly becomes obsessed with the Men in Black. And as an adult, she manages to track down the MIB headquarters in New York and sneaks in. And she makes an impression on Agent O, who's Emma Thompson. Um, She is awarded probationary agent status as Agent M and assigned to the London branch of the organisation. And it's here in London uh, where she, she is assigned to work with Agent H, which is Chris Hemsworth. He plays an agent who has once saved the world, being a bit of a hero but it's since turned into a bit of a cocky git, really. <laughs> um, so after the assassination of an important alien figure, it's believed there may be a mole in the organisation. That's the story. What did you reckon, Niall? Um, there's a part in this film where Rafe Spall, who's a very good British actor mm-hmm. uh, and plays one of the London-based Men in Black, says to Agent H and Agent M, you guys are just making it up as you go along. And that's what I felt about this movie. Oh, wow, it's, okay. it's not so much that they're making it up as they go along. It's that every day, I think, on filming, they were getting new scenes to shoot. And it just seems like 
it's it's not even a mess. It's just fine. It's nowhere mm. near as good as the mm. first movie or the third film. The second film, Men in Black movie, is a bit of a disaster. But it's just all right. I mean, we, we came mm. out of it, myself and Ross, and in our heads we were kind of going, oh, wouldn't it have been better if they did this? Yeah. Or wouldn't it have been better if they did that? They they just kind of play it safe. If you like Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off, <laughs> he's, he's in there. Ticket sold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've kind of seen him play this kind of, as Ross says, cocky git before. Um, And he he doesn't do it as well, I think, as maybe somebody like Chris Pratt, who would have been good Mm -hmm. in this part. And then uh, Tessa Thompson, who's a fine actor. And these two actors had great chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. Um, She's just bleh. It's just bleh. It's rather, I think the whole affair is rather forgetful. Uh, I felt like I'd been hit by a neuralizer myself <laughs> after the movie because I just, you know, very Okay, fiddle. so ratings-wise, what are we talking? I two, it, two yeah, for me. Two for me as well. Okay, right? okay, so not great. Tell me about Brightburn. I haven't heard much about this now. Okay, so Brightburn uh, is basically, it asks the question, what would happen if Superman crashed to Earth in Kansas but grew up to be Michael Myers instead of Clark Kent? <laughs> okay. uh, it follows the story of the Brayers who are a childless couple in Kansas and they much like the legend of Superman find a crashed spaceship with a little infant inside they decide they're going to tell everybody that they've adopted him and uh, he grows up and when the movie starts uh, little Brandon who's who he's grown up to be uh, is just turning 12 and my god puberty hits him hard <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, we have a little yep. clip here I think that we're going to yep. play yeah hang on a sec now maybe there is something wrong with Brandon Turn against ourselves. He's not Ooh, very mysterious altogether. Okay, tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah, well, it's, you know, as, as Niall said, it basically asks the question, what if Superman was evil? And the truth is, it would be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yes. Uh, when I first heard the premise of the film, I wasn't really expecting that much. But what they've done there, uh, done here is created a character with shades of the omen, uh, shades of the 2007 horror movie Joshua I'm not sure if people would have seen it probably less well known but they've given Brightburn an iconic look he's a, he's a young kid and he's, he's you know he's about 12 yeah, yeah. Uh, they've given him an iconic look he's a creepy red mask and with obvious parallels to Superman he has this tatty red cape but there's a, there's a strong supporting cast but Jackson A. Dunn really does a great job of creeping us out uh, honestly the scenes where he is stalking his victims have you on the edge of your seat it's as scary as any horror movie and really shares a lot more with that genre than it does with superhero movies. Um, I will say the death scenes when they come are very, very gory. So do be warned. Um, I'm surprised I've only got a 16 cert. But besides that, it was also a lot of fun. Um, really had me on the edge of my seat. I gave it four out of five stars. Okay, four out of yeah, five. And it's four from me as well. It's, wow, it's, okay. a, good, it's a good movie. Um, a special mention, I think, maybe to the parents as well. Elizabeth Banks plays the mother mm. and an actor called David Denham plays the father. They do a great job. Uh, but Joshua A. Dunn is really good as, as Brandon. It's his show. Yeah, it's yeah. his show. And the visuals, it's really, it's directed very well. Like, it, it's, it's, it's a good... B-movie, as Ross says, not a superhero movie, a supervillain movie, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, it's good to have that perspective too. Okay, moving to Netflix, what have you got for me? 
Yeah, so uh, big news this week. Netflix's own murder mystery, it's called, with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, has apparently been the most downloaded uh, movie ever in their history. It's basically, it's kind of like a a modern day murder on the Orient Express. They play a a married couple who go on a belated honeymoon. He's been promising to take her to Europe for years. And they get embroiled with this cast of characters which are straight out of basically Cluedo. Uh, A murder happens, they get kind of... Um, they get accused of it and they have to prove they're innocent and find out find out who's done it. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It looks really, really good and they've got great chemistry together because just go with it. I felt that they two of them worked really well so good to see them in another movie again. Yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think just go with it. Uh, their chemistry really kept it from being a bit of a, yeah. a bit of a, a bit of flop, and they have a really like they're completely believable as a kind of jaded married couple. Mm. You can tell they had kind of get on in real life. They have that kind of natural chemistry, which is good. Um, yeah, Adam Sandler continuing his lucrative deal with Netflix. <laughs> you know, every time a new Adam Sandler movie comes out, there seems to be this collective groan of people quick to criticize his very very broad definition yeah. of comedy. But also, there always seems to be a lot of people people eager to watch his movies if the numbers given to us by Netflix are anything mm. to go by. So as you said, Murder Mystery, uh, broken record for biggest opening weekend, uh, 13 million views, looks destined to dethrone Bird Box as having the biggest opening week on Netflix. And I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, I was not a, I was a big fan of Sandler's early films like Happy Gilmore and Big Daddy, but it's fair to say there definitely has been a bit of a fall off, a bit of decline in the quality of his films in the last few years. And while this movie is no Big Daddy, it's also a hell of a lot better than the likes of The Ridiculous Six. Yeah, which yeah, is pretty, yeah, bad. That's <laughs> pretty yeah. bad. Okay, so what are you giving that one? I'm giving that three. Three out of five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three as well. It's it's the kind of thing you can put on maybe on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening yeah. and, and enjoy. And it's mm. got, you know, it's set around kind of Monte Carlo around that area. Mm. So it's got nice scenery. Yeah. The cast is good. And like you say, Aniston and Sandler have, have chemistry. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that's on Netflix at the minute. Okay, so where are we going to next? Scene of the week, yeah? Scene of the week, yeah. I think that we, the film we both enjoyed, we had a consensus on Marks this <laughs> oh week, my which God, is our, it's great. Uh, but I think the movie that we enjoyed most this week was Brightburn. Um, as I said, I asked that question, if Superman was evil. Well, for our, our scene of the week, uh, we decided to go back to 1978 with Superman, oh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it stars Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman, Christopher Reeves, which is everyone's favourite on-screen yeah, Superman. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jeff East, who I think was in this clip here, who's playing teenage Clark Kent. It was directed by Richard Donner, who gave us such diverse hits as The Omen, The Goonies, Scrooge, and probably my favourite franchise, the Lethal Weapon franchise. <laughs> Uh, a really enjoyable movie and I just rewatched it during the week. Niall, I think it's one of your favourite movies. It is. It's my Desert Island movie. It's the movie I've probably seen the most. I okay. grew up watching it. I had a Superman, uh, the movie Lunchbox. There is footage somewhere of me at my <laughs> little sister's birthday party dressed as Superman <laughs> I can see flying that. around yeah. the garden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love everything about it. It's by no means a perfect movie um, but it is It is my favourite. Uh, we're going to we're gonna hear in this clip yep. uh, Jeff East we're not actually going to hear Jeff East because it, not only did he have to wear a false nose playing the young Clark Kent, um, Christopher Reeve uh, voiced all of his dialogue. Okay, okay. <laughs> so poor Jeff East. But if you watch the movie, you'll see him as young Clark Kent. And Glenn Ford as Pa Kent, who imbues his son with the kind of uh, wisdom and grace that will turn him into the most famous superhero in the world. Okay, here it is. Yeah, I know. You can do all these amazing things and sometimes you think that you will just go bust unless you can tell people about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, every time I get the football, I can make a touchdown. (laughs) That's for sure. Every time. Yeah. I mean, is it showing off and somebody's... 
doing the things he's capable of doing. Is a no. bird showing off when it flies. No. No, now you listen to me. When you first came to us, we thought that people would come and take you away because when they found out, you know, the things you could do, and that worried us a lot. Because then a man gets older and he thinks very differently and things get very clear. And there's one thing I do know, son, and that is you are here for a reason. I don't know whose reason, whatever the reason is, you know, maybe it's because... Um, I don't know, it's... Uh, but I do know one thing. It's not to score touchdowns. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I love that. That's a great moment. Yeah. And uh, it's really a tearjerker if you know what happens right yeah, after. Yeah, right after yeah. that. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, as always, thanks so much for a jam-packed Real Reviews. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. And best of luck tonight. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> 11 to 1 on LMFM. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.